0: You know, it's Freestyle Friday, so we've got a slate of games to go over for the weekend. Drizzy Drake is in the building. We've got to get you right when it comes to betting action. Where should you put your money as you head into a feel good weekend? I don't know. I'm feeling like things are tipping in the scales for Tariels. Maybe they're tipping the scales for Demon Deacons. Who knows? We'll talk about all of that on today's show. Let's get it. <laughs> on acc
1: your daily podcast on the atlantic coast conference part of the locked on podcast network
0: your team every day what's going on everybody welcome to today's edition of locked on acc thank you for making us your first listen each and every day it's friday so you know it's free south friday jersey drake in the building locked on seminoles host i am candace cooper If you have not yet, you are joining a really good time. It's always fun on Friday, so it's fun every day if I'm keeping a band, but especially on the weekends because you never know what's going to happen. You never know what we're going to say. We just like to let it rip here as we're going into Saturday and Sunday. we got some really good men's and women's basketball games. We're going to touch on the women just a bit, but we're going to go a full slate here, get you ready betting-wise for the fellas. So I know it's you and me. First game at the slate on Saturday, Drizzy Drake. How you feeling? how How's it going for you? Before I hit this game that we're going to talk about first,
1: I'm doing good. I'm actually yeah. heading over to Tampa for Valentine's Day. I got a I have a full entire thing planned for my girlfriend making her, making her some gnocchi, making some steaks, some lobster. I got a full like full like four, three course meal planned out. But before we get into Dre, track, what, I, is yoki? what is
0: gnocchi? What is gnocchi?
1: It's a, like an Italian dish, like potato balls, like with like a little penne la vodka sauce.
0: Not pennella vodka. Okay. Wait, you i, look, I like that? The, no, I'm you that? I
1: looked cool, right? Oh, you a I'll, chef.
0: I'll, let I'm me a find suffered. out Chef Boyard Dre. How do you think that got the size, man? Okay, <laughs> like, people me. eat out all the time, so you don't know their story. But okay, Jersey J, let me find out. You can do a little chef. chef. What kind of seasoning you put in your little cabinet? Okay.
1: Ooh, let's see. I got salt, pepper, oregano, basil, thyme. I got some lemon pepper, obviously not for cooking them. Thyme.
0: There. Ooh, not the T H Y.
1: And then if I'm if I and I love garlic cloves. I love. I, I personally like going to get the vegetables themselves and dicing them up and then putting them with the meat. That's what I'm. Oh, my we got a history.
0: dicer. Drizzy Drake is a dicer. Ain't he about to chef it up for his lady? Okay, Valentine's Day, up. fellas, <laughs> take notes <laughs> if you're listening. Okay, my Monday host, if you're listening. Take note how to chef it up period anyway all right uh, let me stop being a fool let me be serious because I need nah, to no, people, we're, people we're, up here on youtube they want they want the real they want the raw they want the x's and o's
1: before we get too serious though i do want to commend you on your <laughs> uh, sit down with sam more and listen up podcast you uh you're basically part of fsu twitter now i mean you've been on ours locked and you've been on his now like what's next for you to be part of the fsu tribe
0: i mean how we literally met i met on nose anonymous and then mm-hmm. i we ushered you into the locked on family and now i'm sitting here i can't wait for my first twitter spaces i'm, I'm ready put me in the game coach
1: Ooh, yo talk to sam about that he's the king of that
0: <laughs> as soon as sam gets jermaine johnson to get in there i will run in that twitter space okay okay just kidding sorry anyway <laughs> let's get into florida state north carolina they're kicking us off for our saturday slate of games they'll play at 2 p.m On ESPN, we're excited to really get into this because, of course, I am a Carolina grad, Jersey Drake's a Florida State grad, and we're both having teams that we don't know where we're going to get, you know, it's up and down season for different reasons, very much so, but nonetheless, different reasons. How confident are you feeling about the Knowles going into Chapel Hill, Jersey Drake?
1: I mean, I think I lost the term confident in my vocabulary with this basketball team. You uh,
0: well, the primary it <laughs> in the tide.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just trying to hear, hey, listen, it's been a good run. We'll ready for it. I'm ready for the NIT to be coming here and do my own bracket with other teams and supporting y'all. Supporting <laughs> Not NIT. I mean, but the problem is – like, We F- might
0: be right there with you. Sorry.
1: It'll be a part of that. what you want. You know that. But, no, I think the primary concern is um FSU lost three of the starting players, whether it be yeah. Malik Osborne to an injury he mccloud isn't super healthy i think he's as well and anthony polite our shooter even though he is shot terribly from the field all damn season we have no shooting game whatsoever with him being out so yeah. right now it's a bunch of young guns and from what i'm hearing now it's that there's not locker room issues but it's more that a lot of these young kids are used to being you know the best of the best from their high school and mm-hmm. then now they don't have the variant leadership on the court with them playing with them as they're healthy to kind of guide them through these rough times and that's why you see we get close to winning these games. I think with Wake Forest, you know, we're almost there. With Pitt, we were tied to half, even though Pitt's a terrible team. I honestly we should beat them with our bench players, not even our starters. But then you see this sort of like you know, a collapse, and it's more like, I think these kids need to grow up a little bit or take the summer to, you know, like get ready for college basketball as big boy basketball. And we just doesn't yeah. seem that any of them are ready to play that yet.
0: Yeah, that's really true that you say that, because I think just looking at the grand scheme of some of our young players and how they've had to mature, our freshman to sophomore, and they really want to have to grow up quick. It's amazing how you're so used to being great. But guess what? When you get into the ACC, when you get into college basketball, period, everybody great everybody's good. Everybody's got great handle. whatever, whatever. Everybody was you know, the number one triple five star in their high school. But this is a big boy league. This is preparing you for what you want to do when it comes to the NBA. And yes, some people are, have the gifts and talents to go right out of college. They can play at 18 and 19 ready so you need to develop. And I think for me, that's what I've seen that in North Carolina. like The development still needs work. <laughs> we have some guys who still very much might need another year. They're probably feeling confident, but I'm here to tell you, go ahead and just keep learning. Keep getting your skills together before you try and head off to the next level.
1: So then I do want to ask you, because we do have that one weird win against Duke this year. Mm-hmm. Do you have any concern that this game, you, my unt team might come in like kind of like a daisically? and kind of take a – and I mean, we'll not come in because we're coming to UNC. It's going to be at Chapel Hill. Do you mm-hmm. have any concern that FSU might pull a fast one and like maybe steal one on your court just for you know just to, to kind of rub it in?
0: So I think Carolina, beyond, besides the dude game, is very good at home. If they're they're good at nothing else, they're good at home. They were undefeated at home until they played Duke and they got embarrassed. But I don't think the FSU is Duke personally, one. But two, the way they fought against Clemson, I know they know how to fight against teams that are at the same level or maybe a little bit under, you know, whatever that means. But I feel like Carolina is going to take care of business. And I say that, and then I say, oh, why are we struggling against a team like Clemson? I don't get it. So... I don't know what I'm getting with this team, but I'm glad they made it official that Dawson Garcia, if you have not looked at breaking news, that he will not return to UNC for the rest of the season. He is going to be a huge loss just for his body's sake, being a big man, being able to come off the bench and really give some minutes. He started a couple times this year. I think it's going to be a big loss for the Heels moving forward, especially they play seven to eight guys. Seven (laughs) guys. Rotation is hard to come by. And the fatigue of just what the season has become, and then you start to have tournament games, which are AAU style back-to-back-to-back. I don't know. Heels might get caught slipping.
1: I would love for that to happen, but the problem is one of our best players for the past week and a half has been the weatherman, which, for those of you that don't know, is a walk-on by the name of Harrison Prieto, HB <laughs> Harry P. Listen, I love the kid. He's actually he's pretty solid defensively, in my personal opinion. He should be yeah. a best player instead of White Wilkes. But when that is going to be your starting starting big man, you know you're a problem, especially when you're going up against a Armando Beca, who tends to be a little more physical in the paint, physical all around. So, folks, right now the line hasn't dropped. I'd be surprised if it's anything lower than nine. If it's around 9, I would take it all the way up to 11 because this will be ugly with a capital U-G-L-Y. We ain't got an alibi. We're going to get smoked.
0: <laughs> I love that. Quick hits on games. Not going to go too much in depth because kind of sort of is what it is. NC State in Pittsburgh, not sure what the line is. but they play at 3 o'clock on ACC Network, what we got, Jersey Drake?
1: Uh, Pittsburgh is terrible. They just beat the worst team in the ACC. I'm joking. We're not the worst team in the ACC, but they did come <laughs> off a big win against Florida State. And also they that did. Florida State game was, it was at the tuck, which is basically, it's a hard place to play. And even though lately it hasn't been that hard for anybody else to play yeah. at, but <laughs> NC state with Darion Sebron, you know, I think we've kind of touched them on him a lot. He's a good, really, really damn good player, but they've what they've on a what six game losing streak now at this point.
0: It's getting ugly. It's getting it's getting ugly. Not even gonna oh. hold you. They're, I think they're dead last in the ACC right now. Yeah.
1: So, folks, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if if uh, NC State is favored by maybe two points. Mm. Take the pit money line because yeah. I think Pitt winning against do um, against FSU uh, away kind of could catalyze them a little bit more. And right now, it just seems that NC State their entire mo is that they can't close. So yeah. I would go with Pitt in this one.
0: No doubt, another quick game that I want to touch on, not too deep: Georgia Tech and Virginia. Virginia coming off that big win against Duke. Don't get caught sleeping against Georgia Tech because they absolutely can beat you.
1: Yeah, I think Josh Past is a really good coach. I mean, I mm-hmm. think he's a weirdo. I think he's kind of a he's kind of a goofball, but he's a really damn good head coach. And then with yeah. Virginia, like we we thought they were figured out. I mean, Virginia—they're coming off. They basically they beat Duke. They beat Miami, who I thought is a very I think still a very good team, and they kind of blew them out the water. After mm-hmm. we said their into scoring was an issue, so to me, I think Virginia Tech kind of like Virginia's is starting to come, you know, come full circle. Now it's February. I would take Virginia in this one, probably up to minus nine.
0: No doubt. All right. Before we get into other games, want to make sure we uh, touch on what our betting network, hit, our betting site, helps us to get all of our money together. Bet online has you covered. This season, with more props and odds and lines than ever before, BetOnline.net remains the number one spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's basketball, it's football, it's pro and college with that NHL, boxing, UFC, right along with some real time lot real time updates of the current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available to you. BetOnline is simply where the game starts. BetOnline.net. That's what it is. That's where we're at. Jersey Drake in the building. Locked on ACC podcast. Canis Cooper here. Ready to talk some more about some hoops. Got a lot of good games in on this bad boy. Miami and Wake Forest. Okay. Feeling good? We know you're hype about Miami this season. I know it hurts you. It pains you. But here. This oh, where I'm at.
1: slowly dying inside.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, we hate to say it, but they're having a good run here. Wake oh, Forest. First team to 20 game win- twenty wins this season for the conference. Are they smoke and mirrors, though? Should we be invested in the Demon Deacons right now?
1: Uh I think I think this game, if they win, I think that's when we can do a kind of a full all in with this team. Okay. I think with Wake Forest, I mean, they're led by Alondas Williams, who, for those of you who don't know, he has been named the midseason nascent player of the year, which is a huge honor for a kid that transferred from Oklahoma. He's a damn mm-hmm. good player. But I want to see how they play up against someone like Miami. Miami has the players and Cameron Mcgusty and Isaiah Wong. I know Sam Warnerberg is being asked to do a little more than he should, but he stepped up to the plate. And this is a really well rounded, well really well coached Miami team. Who, quite frankly, like it's probably be one of the better wins on their schedule if they win. If they wouldn't beat them out by maybe like five to six points, I think right now that Wake Forest is actually not a favorite in this game. Um, Scratch that. No, actually, scratch that. No, my numbers have Wake Forest at minus six. Okay. To me, I would take Miami to cover that game, honestly.
0: You know, it's very interesting. And, of course, I, I think that Wake Forest ultimately is going to take this win. But how Londez Williams and Brady Manning both got away from Oklahoma, I'm just, just like, what we got going on over there in the Big 12 to where these two were teammates, and they're both now pretty much making a name for themselves in you know, ACC schools. Oh, who's
1: the coach there now? Isn't the guy from Loyal Chicago the coach there now?
0: Oh, I couldn't, couldn't tell you. Damn. They all look the same to me. <laughs> <I swear>. <laughs> <laughs> they all start sibling I know that's wrong. Anyway, I take it back. Duke, Boston College. The way I was looking at ACC network, let me tell you, they was hyping up this game. There was like a full on, you know, monta yeah videos. They was they was re- reeling it up. And to me, Duke, who we know played Clemson, and now we got Boston College here. I hate it had to be you, but Duke better be on a mission right now as they're rolling through and trying to keep themselves in top 25, which I don't think they'll fall out, of course. But they're repping for the set. They're the only ones who are ranked. so They got to do something and figure it out. Stop losing to teams you're not supposed to lose to.
1: Candace, what happened the last time Duke (laughs) lost a game they shouldn't have lost? What did they play?
0: They played Florida State, right?
1: Yeah, they they lost Florida State, and they played Syracuse Mm -hmm. the next day. Sorry, Mm -hmm. sorry, a few days later. Mm -hmm. What happened?
0: They got Syracuse, got blown to smithereens.
1: They lost by 20 points. Buddy <laughs> Beheim was nobody's friend or guy. Like, it was just not a fun time for Buddy or, or Listen, Jimmy.
0: you live by the three, you die by the three. Like, if it's your main source of income, if you're not hitting shots, it's going to be a long evening.
1: It's going to be a long evening, folks. I, will, I think we're probably saying this right now as you listen to seeing Clemson lose by 14. And unfortunately, Boston College is a team that a lot of us don't think is very good. They're a very mediocre team. I wouldn't be surprised if Duke puts up like sixteen to seventeen points because I think that you lose to Virginia and that close of a highly t- contested game that takes a lot out of you, and then also Paolo Banchero for some reason like is like absent in some games for like an extended period of time. Where if you want to be the number one pick, bro, you got you got to be on twenty four seven through sixty five. So okay. Hey, we can't have some right.
0: people d you up and you go completely gone. Like, that's just it's, not how this works. Like, Lee Black's a great defender, but ain't no reason in the world you should be going as missing as you did. And and even in the um Virginia game, ain't no reason in the world where you should be blank, like, nine points? That's all you got? And you're supposed to be the number one draft pick? Okay. I you guess. should be averaging
1: 15 to 16 points, my guy. I'm sorry. If you want that title, you're playing at Duke. I mean, come on. You got to be, be like that.
0: agree. Syracuse and Virginia Tech. I have been talking about Syracuse all week, it feels like, because I've been on some radio hits and then having to talk with Tyler Aki. Syracuse has everything in front of them to be successful. They have four good games right now where they could win. Virginia Tech is the first test that they'll have, and I think it's probably the biggest of what I think they played Georgia Tech. I played Boston College. Syracuse should absolutely win these next three.
1: I mean, they should. Uh, I like I said, they I think should, they, <laughs> they should, they should. I mean, they, yeah, like you said, they pay Virginia Tech, then they have Boston College, Georgia Tech, and then they I think they round it out with a home, with an away game at Notre Dame, and that's probably the hardest game to me, probably out of all four of those. Mm-hmm. And this Virginia Tech team, I've said before, I think it's extremely fraudulent. I mean, like you said, you live by a three, die by a three. This is probably because it's a little bit too soon for me, but <laughs> I mean, when you got when you got Couture and Padula actually hitting from downtown, when yeah. they don't. They have nothing else, really. So yeah. to me, Syracuse with Buddy Beheim and Jim Beheim, maybe they're able to round out the little form and end off the season on a high note and heading into the uh, tournament, uh, ter- conference tournament play. Ooh, that's a mouthful.
0: Right, there you go. Final game to talk about for Saturday for the men. Notre Dame will play Clemson. And I think this could be a, like, don't get caught slipping. Notre Dame, because Clemson is a very good team. They've come really close first time out against Duke, not so much second time, but I feel like Clemson played close to North Carolina. You guys play close to North Carolina. I think this Notre Dame team is currently sitting first in the ACC standings. They've got to keep rolling. They have good Q1 wins. They are going to, I personally think they're going to be in the tournament, the NCAA tournament in dance in March, but you can't let these <laughs> games that you're supposed to win get away from you
1: this is the perfect game to where they drop it. You can leave them out because it would mm. look, I mean, they, to me, this is a team that is not a bubble team, but they're like basically borderline almost first four in like they're already in. Yeah. This is a very solid, well-rounded team. But if you lose to Clemson, you look at the rest of their loss, they lose to in Indiana, lose to Boston college, Texas A&M and St. Mary's like those aren't good losses. Yeah. So like to me, like in Clemson, I mean, they are a tougher, scrappier team to play against. This is something yeah. you do not overlook. And I know you play Boston college afterwards, Trust me, you don't need to look past Clemson to play against Boston College. They're not they're not that much of a threat to you.
0: A hundred percent. I agree. So a lot of good games, a lot of great betting action. And you know, the lines come out on Saturday. So make sure you guys take the time to investigate on betonline.net and get yourselves together. Want to really quickly hit games that are happening for the women on Sunday. Clemson will play Georgia Tech. Florida State will play Miami. North Carolina will play Virginia Tech. Notre Dame and Louisville. Really good game between the number 18 and number three team. It'll be on ESPN at two o'clock. Make sure you check that one out. NC State will play Duke. Syracuse will play Pittsburgh and Virginia will play Wake Forest. We have a lot of good women here in our conference. I try to remind you guys every single time, you know, these are Really quality games. You just love the game of basketball. More importantly, the energy that these ladies bring. It's it's a fun time. Not going to hold yeah. you.
1: Yeah, shouts out to Sue Samaroff for getting her 51st ranked win against Notre Dame the other week with, uh, with Florida State against Notre Dame. That's that's big yeah. for her. And she's been there for a very long time, especially she took the year off last year with Brooke Wyclef coming in. And that's a great, wonderful stat that we have in Tallahassee.
0: Absolutely. And I think what they've had the the Yow fun week where they've all got to have those lovely uniforms decked out in pink or have some sort of pink to add to the conversation. It's just been, you know, really fun. Again, women's basketball. Don't sleep. That's all I say. But before we get out of here, I got to talk to Jersey Drake because I got to get your thoughts because I want to know for the simple fact that we have maybe four to five teams that are locks. But if I want to talk just straight tournament time, who is or who are the teams that are dangerous right now? But first, this time of the year, you know, you might have given up on your New Year's resolutions, but I don't want you to feel down about yourself because there is this great prote great protein bar that can get you right and get you right back on the track. Not only do we have delicious built bars, we also have puffs. They are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy and they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat and 100% covered in real chocolate. It's low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these puffs. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from 2 to 300 calories with not built bars 130 Four to four grams of sugar for net carbs compared to the candy bar, which usually is around 240, 30 grams of sugar and a dozen of net carbs. You can have any built bar you want. New this month is the white chocolate cookies and cream. It is delicious and new. There are new flavors coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll certainly make it. And those people over at Built Bar know how to get it done. At Built Bar, they're all about taste. They make it delicious first, and then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. So we're wrapping up the show here with Drizzy Drake in the building, Locked On Seminoles host. Make sure you guys check out all that he does with his crew and the Knowles Anonymous stuff. And Locked On ACC, follow us on Twitter at locked on ACC. Leave your comments on YouTube. Let us know how you feel. You can follow us on Twitter on the respective handles that you see on the screen. Drizzy Drake, we're about to have this ACC tournament here in just a bit. Season is wrapping up. You talked about identity being formed in January, February. We just know what it is. We think. <laughs> As we head into these tournaments, who are you feeling like don't sleep on? Who are the don't sleep on teams as we're going into the final parts of the season?
1: I feel like you're asking me to say Miami right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Any way I can get you to talk about Miami, I'm going to do it. In yeah,
1: a positive I mean, way. It, in a positive way, listen, that's yeah. folks. That's a hard, hard thing for me to do, that I do see. even though I'm, I'm from here. But I think it is Miami. Like yeah. I just love. I'm a big fan of just Cameron, Gus, and Isaiah Wong, and just how, seeing how they've been able to will this team to steal and win games against people that are, teams that are quite frankly much more talented than them. We saw against Duke. We saw them fight that back against Virginia Tech. The same thing with Georgia Tech, which are lower quality teams, but those are still scrappier teams to go up against. Yeah. And so to me, that's one team. Another one too is that we. As much as we don't like to claim them that they're ACC, we do claim <laughs> them for purposes of basketball only. Yeah. Ask Notre Dame, because yeah. Notre Dame, like you like you said before, like they have a strong enough schedule that maybe they're content enough just to get by just a little bit more up until tournament time. So when the lights do come on, they flip that switch.
0: Yeah, and I also think teams like Virginia, who was able to have some sort of will and want to to beat a Duke. The teams like Florida State, Miami, the Clemsons of the world who've gotten who've gotten their chance at the King, which is the Duke Blue Devils. Like, we're not Clemson, sorry, being close, but not the cigar. But you see some teams really having the will and the desire to really be in the hunt, plant giving their best in all. Syracuse before Edwards went down with his injury. I think we're definitely in the conversation. I wish I could talk about North Carolina in this light, but I don't necessarily see it. (laughs) All the hate (laughs) coming from and Armando Baycott. It's been tough. My guy has definitely been struggling, but it's my guard play that I don't feel confident in. I don't feel confident in Caleb Love leading this team. That's what all a tournament is. You got to have good guards. You got to have veteran leadership as big men, and you got to have some good guards, in my opinion.
1: Damn, no wonder we didn't get back to the Elite Eight the past two <laughs> years. Um you know what's really funny, Candace? how neither of us picked Wake Forest. And Wake Forest right? is 10 and four in conference play, 25 overall.
0: We is ought there, to be shame.
1: What's your reason behind that? Because.
0: I, and you know what's crazy? Like, I love Coach Forbes. I really mm-hmm. do. I think he's a really good coach. I think what he's done for this team is great. But when they're great, they're on fire. But when they're bad, it's like, bro, what y'all got going on? Like, this is just not – I can't hype y'all yet. I don't know. Maybe it's because we're also not used to having them in conversations consistently and they Mm. don't come on top of mind. But we definitely disrespected them just now.
1: I mean, yeah, we basically did. But also, we didn't forget (laughs) them losing by, what, 30 points to Syracuse? Is that what happened, like, two weeks ago?
0: It did. Yeah, That's I what I'm did. saying. Everyone's fraudulent. Everyone's a fraud in the ACC. Every single person.
1: I mean, this is the, this is basically the weakest basketball conference <laughs> we've had in a very, very long time. It's because, yeah. it's, it's, like we said, I think week one, and now I think in what week t- 12, it's Duke versus everybody else. kind
0: Okay, but is everyone bad, or is everyone collectively good that you just have to be good every single night?
1: How about this? The <laughs> bottom three teams are actually bad. Okay. The middle teams, for some reason, because if you if you actually watch the games and don't look at the scores, like okay, this is actually semi decent basketball. Yeah. Unless you watch FSU versus Pitt, where I think we're I think both teams combined for thirty five from one hundred and ten from the field. But <laughs> a majority of the time, it is it is it's like the Pac twelve, like it's all a bunch of decent to good teams just beating yeah. up each other, and like it's like no one wants to ha- for us to have a showing in the tournament. And you bring up, I wonder what you know Commissioner Phillips is thinking right now when he's like, we are a ba- we are a football conference now. My guy, Um, trust me, I haven't wanted to say that for a long time, but I know damn well as long as Duke and UNC are here in the ACC, that is not going to ever change. So you might want to understand that a little bit.
0: You say that, but then I wonder if the retirement of Coach K is going to shift the perception of UNC and Duke. The way we were kind of like, eh, about UNC-Duke this time out, right? We figured Duke's been so great, Carolina's inconsistent. Even though it was Coach K's last gimme, we still weren't feeling like it was going to be a quality game. Guess what? It wasn't that great of a game. Now next season, I mean, I know when they have to go to Cameron in in the end of this year, in their regular season, playing in Cameron Indoor, having to play Carolina Duke? I don't know. I don't know if we're going to see the same result where it's going to be 20 points. You know what I mean? Like you beat them by 20. It could be that. But when you talk about years to follow, can Shire and Hubert Davis bring this John Shire and Hubert Davis bring the same energy? Because I was talking on a podcast about how coaches are such an important piece of a program. Hamilton is why you go to Florida State. You don't go to Florida State for anybody else but Leonard Hamilton. You went to Carolina Cassell, for Roy. Sam, Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell went there, okay? <laughs> okay. You don't go to you don't go to Carolina if not for a Dean or a Roy, right? You don't do that. You don't go for Duke without Coach K. I don't know if they start to turn the tide and it's not all about basketball. Maybe this is the window for Dabo Sweeney's of the world, the Dave Dorans to make their name for themselves of why we should talk to him so highly Dave Clausen, especially about Wake Forest. Maybe this is their, their year next season.
1: Uh, that's a really damn good point. <laughs> I mean, cause uh, cause then you also asked like, is, is it Duke basketball, or is it just Coach K that he's been able to bring Duke to that sort of standard? So it's like I kind mean, of John Shire
0: recruiting well, but I mean hell, Coach K recruits well. It don't mean they win national championship every year.
1: Yeah, I was about to say if if, if if recruit if championship won solely based with recruiting, recruiting only, then I think Duke would have been the champion the past ten of the fifteen years. So it's 100%. like it's yeah. So to me, and then with the Royal Williams thing, I mean, I do like Coach Hubert Davis. I think that's a, I mean, he's going to be there for a very long time, anyways. Um, so then that that kind of freaks me out a little bit more. You don't think so?
0: No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Huber is going to be there three years tops. This is like the Matt Doherty years where we just had to blink and find the right guy. And, you know, we're just going to go ahead. But like, this is cool. Thank you for playing. I don't know. I don't know. Damn.
1: Damn I hate it for like him. It. I hate
0: it had to be him, dog. But I don't, oh, don't yeah. know. He, he ain't going to be no lifetime contract. I can guarantee it. Unless we see some changes. Unless he figure out how to put certain people on defense. Yeah, I don't see him being here.
1: He's gonna clip this. You know that I'm putting it in the locker room for it. <laughs> <gonna> y'all play, <laughs> play,
0: Play that. Run it back, Caleb Love. I want you arrested. Like I was, like, <laughs> literally texted my crew, and I was like, "Bro, I want you arrested. I don't even. Why? What? What do Hubert Davis love about you to where you can't take a break? Because when you messing up, bro, I need you to take a break. When you got more turnovers than points, dog. No, nah, take us Go ahead and hit that pine. Let's let's talk about. it.
1: Oh good lord! But the That's way what, you
0: see, it, don't put me on this podcast. I'm just kidding. Go ahead.
1: No, you're good. you're good. No, the way you're saying like how like when Roy's leaving and then Coach K is leaving. That kind of where I get worried about Ham and FSU because this is probably the this is legitimately the worst team under Ham in a very long time. And I'm not saying talent wise, just the way everything's been going on, and like it worries Absolutely. me that he might he might leave. Because and you see why out.
0: Roy got up out of there? Because he said, I ain't doing this. I ain't telling yeah. nobody else to block a shot, get a rebound. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done telling y'all basic things. I can work with basics. Like, when you got the fundamentals down, I can work with greatness. But if you can't handle the fundamentals, well, I'm not finna go into an early grade messing with y'all. I want to see my grandkids.
1: Yeah, and, like, also, like, I want to win championships so bad in basketball, right? But I understand that at FSU, that's not the priority. The priority mm-hmm. at FSU basketball beforehand was they like, make tournament. Now yeah. we're making Elite Eights, we're making Sweet Sixteens, and Ham basically made something out of a, a program and an institution that no one cared about. And now that we, I get to talk about it once a week on Lockdown on Seminole now. So to yeah. me, it's like, what more is he have to prove besides winning it? You're like, going cry
0: when he retires. I, can't I am gonna it. cry. I love him,
1: man. <laughs> that's my boy. Come you on, gotta, man. you gotta
0: come too. Because when I tell you, I cried a lot throwing heels when I was the host. I had to get. It was just a moment of nostalgia because you know it's never gonna be the same. Like it's going to be different moving forward. You're not gonna have the same vibe, and that's okay. But that just means how important a coach was for your program. But it goes back to my point of coaches are so instrumental and influential of. You know, college programs. So when you have coaches that you want to talk about, you know, you talk about Mark Few, you talk about Gonzaga, like those are things that go one in the same. So it's difficult when you now are having coaches like, who's the coach I'm telling you, Commissioner Phillips, this is your time to shine, big dog. You sat up there and talked big stuff about us being a football school, football conference. Here it is. This is this is your moment. Cause when Bayheim yeah. leaves and Hamilton leaves, who we got?
1: We got Chris Mack is gone, so not him. We basically had Tony Bennett, and that's it. And I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to be in a world where Tony Bennett is the best coach in our conference. I think he's a good coach, but, I mean, the guy is like a plant to me, in my personal opinion.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't not. Anyway, I'm going to leave my comments to myself. So, as we move forward, I want you guys to make sure that you bet on all of the sports, all of the basketball this weekend, and then you get in on the action as we move forward towards what is the final few games here of the season. I am super excited to give you that ACC tournament coverage. Wish I was going to Brooklyn, but it's fine. I'll be right here on the couch and still talking to you about it, so it's all good. Once you follow at ACC, you can follow at Cooper. You can follow at Tally underscore underscore Drake. And then where can they find you, Drizzy Drake, if they want to follow your work?
1: They can follow uh, us at Knowles Anonymous is where we engage with their fan base. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, where you get your podcast at. And also, shout out to FSU Women's Softball. They start the season on Ooh, Friday. Oh, not the baseball we- out. Hey, listen, I- I've been waiting baseball for Baseball excuse me. Yeah, no, with, jo- <laughs> with the Joanne Graff Classic, we got Lonnie Almeida leading the team again with Cindy Sherrill, Catherine Shen- Sandercock. I always got to say her name like properly. I always like, mess it up. But girls, Queens of the Diamond, we're one yeah. win away from, win- from winning title last year. Let's go get them. Oh, okay.
0: I love some energy. You might have to get some baseball talk going over here. we Candace Cooper and Jersey Drake. We hope you guys have a great and safe weekend. Until next time.